הנדרים. דף ל"ז, מבגינתי דף ל"ו עמוד ב'. אנחנו מתחילים מהשלושה שורות מהשורה, מלמדו מדרש, הלכות ואגדות, אבל לא ילמדנו מקרא. So we're talking about somebody that uh, was Madir Hana'ah who then said, I cannot give Hana'ah to Shimon. Shimon cannot be Nehene from me. So the Mara says, but he can teach him Midrash. Ruven can teach Shimon Midrash, he can teach Malachot, Agadot. But he can't teach him Mikra. The question is, what's the difference? So the Mara says, Mikra Maitama lo yilamedenu. What's the reason why you can't teach a mikra? Mishum dekaha mehanele. You're giving a mahanah by teaching a mikra. So the Imran says, Midrash na mekaha mehanele. You're giving a mahanah by teaching a midrash. Amar Shemuel, b'mkom shenotim sachar la mikra, v'notim sachar la midrash. We're talking about a place where normally they charge for learning mikra. So the guy's getting on the eyes, getting a, a free class. But Shenken, they're not charging for Midrash. So Midrash, anyway, he could have got it for free. And the learning itself is, is a mitzvah, so that's not the Hana'ah here. So therefore, that's why Midrash is okay. So the Gemara says, My Paska. My Paska means, why, 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 why did you make such a case? Well, why is the case where they, they charge from uh, Mikra, they don't charge from Midrash they're the opposite uh, Pasca, well, what would, you know, could have went either way so the Gemara says which means is a side point that even in a place where they're charging for Mikra, which is okay to charge to teach Mikra, but you're not allowed to charge to teach Midrash. So you learn that as a side point. We'll see why. So that's what the Mishnah says. Midrash is okay in certain scenarios. Midrash will be okay anyway because you can never charge for Midrash. Mashiach and Mikra will be mutar in certain scenarios. If they're in places they're charging for Mikra, which they're allowed to, it's giving him a free class, and it's a problem because he's getting Hana'a. And if he's not charging, so Mikra will be permissible as well. So the Hadush of the Gemara is, the Mishnah is, that Midrash, not allowed to charge any money. You must teach Midrash for free. So the Gemara says, Maishina Midrash de Lo, what's the reason why Midrash is not allowed to charge the Khtiv? The Otisi Vashem Baitai, the Lamedetim. God commanded me to teach the people. Moshe Rabbeinu is talking. Look, behold, I taught you Torah like Hashem taught me Torah. So there's a connection between how Moshe taught to the way Hashem taught him. Just like God taught me Bechinam, I didn't charge Moshe Rabbin. So to have to teach you the same way. So from there we learned that what? That you can't charge for uh, for midrash. So give us a little mikra na mei bechinam. So then said God told Moshe to bring mikra as well. So mikra also should be for free. So the Gemara says there's two things about mikra that allows it to be a chargeable item. Why? Rav Amar Shimur. 
pay for the babysitting. The Rebbe has to babysit the kid when he's in the class also, besides teaching him Mikra. So you charge for the babysitting service. It's not a shimur, you gotta watch the kid. Who learns Mikra? Ben Hamesh the Mikra. Kids are learning Mikra. So therefore, you're not paying to teach the Mikra per se. You're teaching, you're not paying for the Mikra per se. You're paying for the, for the service of watching the kid. Keeping him off the streets. He says, Rabbi uh, Yohanan, when you teach the kid Mikra, you have to teach him the Ta'amim. How to read it. Pazel Gadol, Azlagerish, Algatebi, the Pesuk Ta'amim. That already is not considered Torah per se. And therefore, you can charge for that. So you're not charging for the Mikra, you're charging for the Ta'amim. The Gemaran says, Tena, lo yilamidenu Mikra. I have a question for Namishna. What did it say in Namishna? That if Reuven made a neder against Shimon, so he's not allowed to teach him Mikra. So Bishlamah leman damar schar pisuk ta'amim ha'inu delo yilamidin. Which means normally they charge for ta'amim. So Reuven is not charging him for the ta'amim. So therefore, so, 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 so therefore lo yilamidinu Mikra. Because she's getting a, uh, he's gonna get a hana, right? The Shimon is saving, uh, you know, the, the, the twenty-five dollars for the sheep for for for, 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 the, for the for the money he used to have to pay. It makes sense. So what's according to the opinion that it says it's the babysitting that you're paying for? The babysitting Shimon when he's teaching him. There's no hana, so therefore the chavrach should be able to teach him the kara. They wouldn't charge him for babysitting service. So it's not like he waived the fee that would have been charged. There was no fee anywhere over there. So why should it be a problem for the Uvet to teach Shimon? If you tell me he's teaching him Ta'amim and that's where the the, the, the price normally is charged, and the Uvet waives the, the, the price to Shimon, oh, so Shimon's benefiting. That's a problem. But if the whole reason, Mikram, no, you can't charge for Mikram. And the whole reason why they charge for Mikram sometimes is because if there's a, a charge of Shimur. No charge of shimur for the event to shimur and the gedoli. So the brothers know be katan ketani. That case is a katan. The event and shimur. The event was a segedol. Shimur was a katan. Ah, so that's what the Mishnah says. Don't teach him mikra, because bottom line, shimur is being nehene from he doesn't have to pay. He's getting a free uh, free class of uh, uh, normally would be able to charge for shimur. So the Mishnah says we talk about it. Be katan. You have a problem with the sefa if you're mocking the Mishnah, make no kimta. That the Mishnah is talking about a katan, you have a problem with the sefa. Why? Abal melamed et banav mikra. But it said the Mishnah that he's allowed to teach Shimon's children mikra. What are you talking about? Shimon's a katan, it's children. She's when the Uven makes a neder against Shimon, and the Chedamik cannot teach Shimon. But it says that melamed banav. Katan Barbanimu. Is the Katan Barbanimu? Problem. So the Mara says, Hasure Mersera, Rahi Katani. The Mishnah is missing some words. So you need to change, change the words a little bit. Lo Yelamidinu Mikra be Katan. Edar is the Katan. However, Imayagadol Melamedo Lo Ulbanab Mikra. But if he's a Gadol, so there's no problem. There's no babysitting price for that. So you can, you can teach him on. And not only that, 
when it comes to Tinokot, learning on Shabbat, so we're not allowed to teach them new things that they never learned before. Which means Pesukim that they never read before, new Mikra, we don't teach them Lechat Tachila, Elam, Shonim Barishon. We review with them old stuff. We want to see what the reason for this is. New stuff, you don't teach the kids on Shabbat. Old stuff to review, Mutar. I understand that if the holy mood that we're talking about over here is when you teach the kid Mikra, it's Khar The key is the Ta'amim teaching him. So I understand why Enkurim Betahila Bishabbat. Why? Why can't you teach him? Because it's a big Torah. To teach the kid Ta'ami on a pasuk that he didn't learn yet is a big toil. And what? The Melamed is going to get paid for it. And you're not allowed to get Sakhar for Shabbat. If you tell me the Inyan is teaching him the Ta'ami, so that's a Sakhar Shabbat. And you're not allowed to take Sakhar for Shabbat, the teacher. So I understand why the teacher is not allowed to teach him a new pasuk. Because he's getting paid for the the service, and you can get paid for something. But Hazara uh, on Pisuk tells him that he learned already. Uh, you don't get paid for that. He knows it already. So therefore, the parent is not going to pay it. No problem. That's why you can make Hazara the kid. Because there's no Schar Shabbat involved over here. However, but if the, when the Rebbe teaches the, the kid Bikra, uh, the payment he gets is for babysitting. So what do I care? Am I in Kurin b'Tehila b'Shabbat? Am I Shonin b'Rishon? I ikas Chal Shimud b'Shabbat. What do I care if it's a new pasuk or an old pasuk? Bottom line, the Rebbe is getting paid on Shabbat. That's Chal Shimud, and you're not allowed to get paid for a service that you do on Shabbat. The Amara says, "V'leta'amech Chal Pisuk b'Shabbat mi Asur Havlaahi." And Havlaah, Mishnah Shere, the Tanya, the Sucher, the Poeh, the Shmor, the Tino, the Shmor, the Parah. and you're learning the whole statement is the reason why I can't teach him a new Pasuk on Shabbat because he's going to get paid and you can get paid for the work that you do on Shabbat he says what are you talking about over here this is not going to be paid for something he's doing exclusively on Shabbat he teaches him during the week also and once already he teaches him during the week that's called Havla Havla which means it's swallowed into this Hachamim will not go say it only when you're paying somebody for a service that they do specifically on Shabbat per se alone everybody better gives it up However, hey, you're paying for something that he did all week long. So the Shabbat is uh, included in the week. And where do we learn that Abla Azmutah? So the Gemara quotes his name. The Gemara says, it's a uh, Braita. A guy hired a worker. 
to watch the kid. Watch the kid. They used to have a special kid that was protected from Tum'ah. He was the kid that was involved in putting the para'aduma together. Putting the water into the keli and adding the ashes. They made sure that this kid was tahor from birth. So you used to have a watchman. He used to make sure this kid remained tahor. And you used to get paid. All this for the para. Or you hire a guy, a farmer, to watch the para'aduma that doesn't get pasu. Or let's say, to watch the field uh, where they used to cut the omir, the, 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 the barley. So in no which means if you hire them by the day, so now you can't pay for Shabbat Shabbat. Because bottom line, they're day workers. They're always going to get they're not going to pay for Shabbat. And therefore, since they're not getting paid, if something happened to the kid or something happened to the parah or something happened to the field, they're not responsible because at most they're shomer chinam, and they're shomer chinam. They're not obligated to such a, to, to, to such ahdayut. Shabbat means a week. But if you hire them for the week, or for the month, or for the year, or for seven years, Shabbat. Why? Because then the Shabbatot are muvla in the in the bigger uh, in the bigger in the time. Now they're not shomer anymore. Now they're shomer So the point over here is, what are you telling me? That okay, you're telling me that you can't teach the kid new pesukim on Shabbat because since by teaching the kid ta'amim it's a Torah for the melamed and therefore don't teach him new stuff because you're going to end up paying the rabbi for something that he did on Shabbat. That makes sense. Why does that make sense? He teaches him all week, so the chavurah should be permissible anyway even to learn uh, new stuff because it's schar uh, behavla'a. So you're asking a question on me that if you say schar shimur. Uh, the the bright that doesn't make sense. I'm asking on you, and if you say schar pisuk tamim, it also doesn't make sense. Ela, you're right. The bright didn't uh, pose a question. Ela legabe Shabbat haynu taamad en kolim betachida leshum diyifnu abahatron dinukel mitzvata b'shabeta. Interesting handushim. New reason. You know why you can't teach a, a kid on Shabbat Lupe Sukim? Nothing to do with, uh, with, with with money. Really, the Rebbe can get paid on Shabbat because he's getting paid for the whole week as well. And so then what's the, uh, what's the reason why you can't teach a kid a new Pesuk on Shabbat? So the Ran explains this to say something to do with the father. Where's the father? Look at the Ran... Right on the top there. Amazing. We want the fathers to be with their kids on Shabbat. That's when the fathers used to spend time with their kids. When they used to spend their whole week long, they're working. So we want the fathers to be with the kids, to talk to them, to play with them, and so on and so forth. What's going to happen if the kids are going to be learning new pesukim? The father's not going to want to take them out of the class. They're going further. So therefore, the father's going to say, "You know, stay in the class. I don't want you to miss out." But if they're only reviewing, so the father's like, "Guys, hazara, come, let's take a walk on Shabbat. Let's go have morning Shabbat. Let's go somewhere." No playtime. So exactly, no playtime. So therefore, the chamim were wise when they said, "Don't teach him new stuff." Not because of the money aspect. The money aspect, you can solve it. He's teaching him during the week also. It's have no problem. don't teach him new things, so the father will feel comfortable pulling him out of the class, so he can go spend time with him.
away from the Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's the Nyan that the father just spent time. This is a big Hinuch Yamara here, Botai. Big Hinuch Yamara. That she says, not that the kid the father doesn't really learn with the kid, because there's Lishtashaya that answers. Lishtashaya. Play with him, like you said, uh, you know, spend some time with him. That's another answer. Mishul, the Vishabeta, Achlin, Vishatin. Vyakir, Alehon, Alma. Kedamar Shemuel, Shinui Veset, Tehadat Halem Ayyem. Another practical answer. We don't want to matriach the kids on Shabbat to learn new stuff because it's hard to learn on Shabbat. Interesting, it's hard to learn on Shabbat. Why? Because all the eating. So all the eating, you can't concentrate. And therefore the Gemara says, Shinui that when a person changes his diet, that already already he has to adjust his body, takes off his body to adjust his body, gets sick, his stomach ache, his head hurts, he's heavy. So therefore, we don't want a matriya on the kids to learn uh, on a date. It's very difficult for them to learn since they're eating, uh, you know, uh, out of the normal uh, order. So they're, can, they're not going to get it good. So therefore, don't teach them new stuff over there. So it's half for the kids. The Nan says, Alatinokot, Shimitok Sha'atlu Yot Mimashidarkam de Echol Bahol, Everehem Kebedim Alehem. Yeah, their body becomes heavy. So when you learn new stuff on Shabbat, oh, it's, it's hard. Learning new stuff always is hard. But especially on Shabbat, after you ate a soda, exactly after the Hamid, so therefore they didn't want to matriya. Uman de Amad, Sechar Pisuk Ta'amim, Mai Ta'amad, Lo Amad, Sechar Shimur. Now we're going to go, why did each rabbi say they're uh, Shita exclusively? Meaning, Everybody agrees that for Mikra you could charge. The question is, what could you charge for? So one rabbi says for the Tami. Uh, rabbi says for the babysitting. So the Yomara says, Uman, the Tami. The rabbi said you could charge for the Tami. Why didn't he say for the babysitting? So the Yomara says, Kasabar, Banot, Mikabayan, Shimur. Which means. Girls don't need shimur like the boys need shimur. Another hanuk item. The girls are easy. They're not running around. They're not, you know, that's the nature of the girls to be, you know, sanua uh, in the house. The boys are wild. So, therefore, Al Mishnah, when it said that if a person made a net, they obeyed against Shimon. So, we said, he cannot teach him mikra. Why? Because he's giving him a hana'ah. Now, we said the Uven Shimon. It could be Salat Rachel. I'm not talking about men. I'm not even talking about women. So therefore, what, 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 so if you're going to tell me it's it's uh, it's pisuk ta'amim, I understand. Because whether you're teaching a boy ta'amim or whether you're teaching a girl ta'amim, bottom line is the same hana. And therefore, don't teach a boy or don't teach a girl. The Mishnah is not mechalek between boy and girl. But if you're learning it's Shal Shimur, so therefore the Chal of the Mishnah should only be talking about a boy and not a girl. The Mishnah was not mechalek. The fact that the Mishnah was not mechalek, when the Mishnah said, the Uvein was Madir Shimon. Shimon can have any Hana'ah. So it's not, don't teach him Mikra. Why don't teach him Mikra? Because he's getting, he's getting Hana'ah. What's the Hana'ah that he's getting? He's getting a free class in Ta'amim. Now the Chauna, that would apply to a girl also. If you're teaching the girl Pisuk Tamim, you can't do that either. But if it's too much Shimur, why would that apply to a girl? A girl is no Shimur. The girl doesn't need Shimur. 
So the fact that the Mishnah was across the board, that was his proof that it must be talking about Schar, Pesut Tami. So the Yabarah says, Urman Da'amar Schar Shimur, and the other way now. According to the Yabarah, the Mishnah says, Schar Shimur, Mai Ta'amar, Lo'amar Schar Pesut Tami, why didn't he say the others? Shitab Ta'amim, Kasavar, Pesut Ta'amim, Peoraitahu. Aha. He says that learning Ta'amim is like part of the Torah itself. And just like you can't charge for Mikra, you can't charge for Ta'amim. That's part of the uh, Torah itself. Oh, the Amar of Ika, Bar Avin, Amar of Hananel, Amarav, Maidikti, what does it say in the Pasuk in Nehamya? Vayikri'u basefer, betorah ta'iluhi mefolash, vesum sechel, vayabinu bamikra. So the Gemara is going to explain all these Pasukim over which means uh, the people heard Ezra Sofer reading the Sefer Torah. It says it was a, it was a Kiriyam Mefudeshim. Uh, explicit reading for them to understand. So the Gemara is going to go through each word. That's the Pesukim themselves. Meforash de Targum. Uh, I guess that's the Aramaic that used to be accustomed to hearing. Vesum Sechel. Elu a pesukim, which means that is already the pesukim. I guess when you read it with the proper, uh, uh, you know, uh, pesuk, so then you understand the pesuk proper. Where, where do you put the period? Where do you put the commas? Uh, then the pesuk has context. So that's why vesum sechel gives an understanding. Uh, you know, if it's just one long run-on sentence, so you don't understand it properly. So the vesum sechel they added sechel to the pesukim. How? Why is that considered Havana? The Rambam Vilna said that uh, the Tamim themselves of the Pesukim tell a story. It's not just notes. You're able to be Doresh the Tamim. In order to understand the uh, pasuk itself, the why is there a Raviya here? Why is there a Targat Tebid? Why is there a Nazlagirish? There's a reason for that. So they Avinu They understood the Mikra on a deeper level, and the Yomar says that's referring to Pisuk Tamim. So that's right away you see that Pisuk Tamim is like everything else. Pisuk Tamim is like Mikra uh, Torah. So everybody says you can't charge for Tamim. Tamim is uh, from Sinai, like everything else. Furthermore, the Amri Lahan, some say, Vayavinu Bamikra, Elu Amisorot. Misorot means the Misorah. Certain words are written with an extra vav. Certain words are missing a vav. Certain words are spelt, you know, Hased. Certain words are spelt Yatir. So that's already the Misorah, how the Torah was given. In any event, the Gemara says, Amar Bitzhak, Mikra Sofrim. Oh. Ve'itur sofrim Ve'karyan ve'lo ketivan u'ketivan ve'lo karyan Halachan ha'moshe m'sinai When we go through all these ayats Something is called mikra sofrim Something is called itur sofrim Words that are written but are, uh, That are read but are not written Words that are written but are not read All those are Halachan ha'moshe m'sinai So the Gemara is going to explain each one of these items What is mikra sofrim? Let's do that one Eres ares Exactly. Which means, why is one word Eris and one word Aris? That's Mikra Sofri, which is the, the proper way of reading the certain words. It's the same word, Eris. No, here it becomes Aris. 
the grammatical uh, rules of the Torah. Well, not only that, Shamayim, Mitzrayim. Uh, uh, I don't know. Huh? How do you know you're supposed to read it Shamayim? Maybe it's Shemim. Maybe it's Shamim. Maybe it's Mitzrim. The, the fact, how do you read a word? Why is it Shamayim? Why is it, why is there a, it was really supposed to be Shamayim. It would be spelled Shin Mem Aleph. The Aleph is instead of a Patah. So if the Torah wanted us to read it Shamayim Lechaurah, we'd write Shin Mem Aleph Shamayim and then a Yud Mem. There's no Aleph there. But there's a silent uh, Aleph there. So you put a Patah. Or Mitzrayim would be Mem Tzadi Resh Aleph Mitzrah to create the A. There's no Aleph there. Tradition. Should have been when he gave it. Does make believe there's aleph? Just put a patach under the under under the resh. Put a patach under the under the mem. So that's called uh, that's called mikrasof. You know all these traditional ways of reading certain words. Although technically, without the without nikudot, you would read that word samim, or you read it mitzrim. That's that's the way you read a word like that. There's no aleph. This is important to know. For example, when we're writing ketubot, we know that the aleph when you write hashem get. The Aleph replaces the Patah. So when you're writing people's names, uh, you have to know exactly uh, somebody's going to write, for example, uh, the name Jack in the, in the Get. So how would he spell Jack in the Get? That's right. You'd make a mistake and think it's Gimal Kof. Gimal Kof is Jik. You don't have the, the. You didn't open it. The way you open it is putting Gimal Aleph Kof. So it's Jack. Now it makes it the A. So Kalim, in, 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 in which letters replace which Nikudot? Example, uh, if a person wanted to write um, New Jersey. Ashkenazim have their own way of doing it. I'm talking about Pesfaradim. Ashkenazim have a different system. Uh, Ashkenazim would write New Jersey Nunvav Dalit Zion to create the they do Dalit Zion but we don't go that far we write Gimal then what would you write for New Jersey it should be a Resh but then would be Gizzi Gizzi so you have to make the G-J the air so you put a Yud the Yud makes it like an A or an E so Gimal Yud Resh Zayin Yud not Jir Z yeah would it be Jir Z it can go either way sometimes it can be Jir or it can it, can, it just takes the yeah it gives the Gimal a little a little flavor Jir without the Yud it's yeah you know how to read it even no you need to yeah Jer, Jer, Jer. You have to hear it a lot of times. First, you have to say the word over and over to hear the nuances of the. No, you don't put the problems. You don't put the kudot in the get. You're right. If you put the kudot, then you don't need any of this stuff of it. I'm just giving you an example that the kudot replace. Uh, I'm sorry, letters replace the kudot. So again, again, shamayim and all this. That's called. Um, so let's go one more. Itur sofrim. Itur sofrim is. That the Torah will uh, to make the um, the pesukim more uh, exactly embellished, so it'll add extra words. Although we believe there's no extra word in the Torah, there's no extra word in the Torah. But from the pshat level, the Torah didn't need this word. So why did it add this word to make it a nice, you know, to make it uh, to make it nice? How? 
where it says the pasuk when Avraham Avinu invited the guests, says Saadu the bechem, achar taavoru. Or it says Tesheva naara itanu yamimu asor, achar telech. Tesagir shivat yamimu chutzla machane, vachar teasef. In all these cases over here, the word achar is extra. Avraham could have told the guests. Saadu levechem v'taaboru. That is the achar taaboru. We know saadu levechem and then you're going to leave. No saadu levechem taaboru. It's achar. It's nice. Make it make it nice. It's a nice way of saying. The same thing. Let 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 the girl stay or teshiva naara itanu. That was lavan in between. You know, let her stay for ten days. Then then you're leaving. Or by Miriam and Ibiya. Right. The segir shivat yemim mechutz lemachane. And it says, "V'achar k'asher, v'achar k'asher." V'chein, what does it say in Tehillim? Kidemu sharim achar nogenim. First they sang, and then they played the music. Kidemu sharim, the singers came first, and then the nogenim. I guess it could have just said, "Kidemu sharim v'nogenim." Right, v'nogenim. It could have said, "Pashut kidemu." So kidemu, I know sharim v'nogenim. And achar. That's making it a tour. Okay, one more. Sidkatecha keharele el. I guess you could have said Sidkatecha. He says he should have said harele el. I was understood the pasuk Sidkatecha. Your 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 righteousness, God, is like uh, the big mountains. Is 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 as great as the big mountains. So that's why keharele el. Like it's comparing the Sidkatecha Hashem. To the, but he said no. You could have done what you done away with the half. We have a Ran over here to explain that. The Ran says in the second line, "Habilin lemichtav sedchatecha harerein." I guess because if you follow the end of the pasuk, it says "mishpatecha tehom raba." It doesn't say "mishpatecha kithom raba." Therefore, Lomar shiarim aramim k'lomar hamalachim. Ah, different shari. When it says over here, who these mountains? How did they end? How did they end? Is a euphemism for angels. So therefore, sedichim is sedkat Hashem. Sedkatecha, how did they end? Your tzedakah, your kindness, even the manachim that are called how did they end? Need your need your tzedakah. Also, so so that's the interpretation. So you don't need care of the end. Ela shekatav care of the end. The teferet alashon. Okay. Very nice. Baruch Adonai.